1: That's better. H E L P dot com slash swish.
2: Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all Potter podcast. Swish
3: and flick. Everyone? Swish
1: and flick. Hello and welcome to episode 75 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie.
2: And I am Swish and Flick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This episode is sponsored by Samantha Layden. Mm -hmm. Yes, everyone agrees with that last name. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Samantha. Thanks. Today we will be discussing chapter five of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Weasley's Wizard Wheezes, so make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to dive into the Olympic-sized pool of details. <laughs> Before we begin, let's go to Megan for the Weekly profit. What do you got for me, ma'am?
3: Well, since it is now the new year and we are no longer spoiler-free... Wait, what? I said we were going to be spoiler-free till the end of the year. Dumbledore dies? <laughs> <laughs> So there's this really cool article that came out with some people who went back into like the coding of J.K. Rowling's website and got a screen grab Stop. Of, of the top, Stop. the header, <laughs> and she has a book at the top of her page and it is called uh, Marcus Aurelius.
2: Oh, yeah. He's a um, like, Greek dude or something. Yeah. yeah. Roman dude. Yeah.
3: Rome. Yeah. <laughs> Rome. So, this was before the first Fantastic Beasts movie came out. Um, but it was like after the Potter series, still. Like, it was maybe like two or three years ago that this was like at the header of her page. But still, she was cluing in, clueing us in without what us ever like? knowing. Need- it's just a book cover <laughs> no, no. that says Marcus Aurelius and it says answers. Why are
2: you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what does it look like and Megan's like, it's a book. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: it looks she like didn't think it was book. a dumb
3: question. <laughs> no, no, but it was the a top. No it dumb was questions. the that's false. It was the header <laughs> of the answers section on her page, and it said Marcus Aurelius. So, I'm just saying.
2: What are you saying, Megan? I'm
3: saying that <laughs> she's a genius.
2: Yeah, don't doubt her. I'm saying <clears don't that> it's <laughs> a book. Doubt, Joe. And we're all going to collectively take a sip of tea. I, I Does that count?
1: None of Ooh, us actually. Nice. Have nobody tea.
4: had
2: to admit that we don't have tea. So. Yeah, nobody can see us right <laughs> well, now. Well,
4: guys, tea doesn't sponsor us, okay? It's coffee.
2: You're not even drinking coffee. The whole of the <laughs> entire tea leaf will sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: my gosh. Anyway. So I just thought that that was cool. And uh, yeah. Yes. That's all right. That's my weekly profit for you. Katie, I really enjoy your recap.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I said the same thing. I'm like, you know, you have nothing written there. Stick. Oh, it's just a recap of like, we went to, yeah. Oh. It's,
4: it's a recap in my head. So our last episode was me and Meg talking about our second half of our European extravaganza over in London. It was all about studio tour, mm-hmm. studio tour and just random London must see Our meetup
3: in London, mm-hmm. our muggle walking tour that we did. What's a muggle?
2: I don't Nothing. know. What's a muggle with you?
3: <laughs> and our day in Disneyland Paris Which we just on briefly Yeah, See joint recap Quite briefly
4: Done Nice Yep Okay Is it my turn?
1: It is
2: Alrighty Roo So We are finally back at the borough Thank the lord Oh my god Because who likes the Dirdlies? No one The Dirdlies? The Dirdlies. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like when people get their name wrong So I do it on purpose Just to annoy them mm. So Harry finally gets to meet Ed, I mean Charlie, oh my god! Fred, and George get in trouble <laughs> for a bit while Harry, Ron, Ginny, and Hermione all head upstairs for a serious conversation. But they shave it for later because Ginny is with them and she don't know about a serious. So Percy's working hard for the man and Molly has everyone set up a great dinner outside um, for that night. <laughs> I wrote everyone, too many times. There was plenty of conversation at the dinner table, and it ends with great food. Fruit. fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to podcasting. I don't know how to podcast. It ends with great food and a prank from good old Fred and George and Percy.
3: Mm. Holla. How already? I just wanted to <laughs> let everybody know that starting with this episode this is the first time that we're live on Discord oh, with yes. our Bowtruckle and higher patrons so shout out to yes
2: why didn't you put this in your weekly profit? Why are you stepping on my turf? You're done. Oh. How I do you know? You, were done. you don't know. I might have white ink on here. You have no idea. You I might have a secret message. <laughs> <White ink. laughs> so I just wanted to say that this is something
3: new that we're offering for 2019 for our patrons. Boatrockle and Hire get Discord access. And then we're still going to do live YouTube videos for Hippogriff and hires sporadically. Yes.
4: Um, as one of our Discord joiners says, <laughs> Helene Karp said, if you're not a patron, you're not living. So, Ooh, words to live Strong by.
1: words. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
4: I think it is red.
2: <laughs> Tis. Okay.
3: Wait, you oh. didn't have any white ink in the doc. You, you
2: were you, done? You don't know. Oh, okay. Secrets. Secrets. Okay. No <laughs>
1: All right. So, our chapter starts with Harry traveling by some flu powder. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: Not even no no no
1: no (laughs) I'm not
2: even to the end
1: of my sentence and your hand is
2: already up. All I think about when I think of flu power powder is flu powder power. Flu powder power from um a very powder musical. and they like flit around. Yeah. (laughs) Flu powder powder, flu powder powder. right, go on, sorry, I won't talk for the rest of the episode. You're amazing. I know I am, thanks to me.
1: Okay. So he's keeping his elbows tucked in because of the last time. And he bumped into things when he traveled by flu powder last time. <laughs> <laughs> would What's any that? of you want to travel by flu powder? It no. sounds nauseating. It sounds terrible. Sounds like I wouldn't like it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'd bomb bomb everywhere.
3: <laughs> so, it would yes, be like all these would. fireplaces just
1: all of a sudden there's like <laughs> puke,
3: puke, <laughs> puke. If you threw up on the Hogwarts ride at Universal, you would definitely throw up.
1: In my defense... That was rough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was it? Yes! Well, they do tell you if you have Katie motion, got sickness, motion sick. Mm, she's never got she motion cl- sick. Ever. She has to close her eyes. Sometimes. She's, she's just overly
3: worried about it. Oh my gosh. You'll know me. I know you. You know my throw up life. I'm married to her.
2: But what? think about if they're like wizarding families sitting around the fire and all of a sudden vomit comes out, they're like, oh! It's a newbie. That flu networking again. <laughs> They're probably used. To it. Continue okay. on flu power. Continue. Powder.
1: <laughs> this shouldn't be happening. Flu powder, right powder, flu powder, powder.
3: Okay. Say it ten times fast. <laughs> I don't think I could. I wouldn't be able to. Can I try really quick? Please go ahead. floop 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 I think you got
2: two right. No, I think she did good. I <laughs> it she didn't do, good. No. Whatever.
3: No. Sarah never thinks that I'm good at
2: anything. Ew. I'm reading the comments. Okay. Damn, I want to vomit. Here we go. Here we go.
1: Harry's vision was blurry and he saw fireplaces flashing before him and he started to feel sick. I feel you, bro. So he closed his eyes and I said, oh, look, I even wrote it. it sounds like me on the Forbidden Journey ride. <laughs> um, he felt a slowing down and so he threw his hands out in front of him so he wouldn't fall on his face. And as soon as he gets back, Fred was excitedly asking him, did he eat it? Duh. And as we all know, yes, he ate it. And now we know it is called a ton-tongue toffee. She had that Oh, my gosh. So there is an article on Pottermore.
3: What?
2: I just don't know if I agree with they went too far. Okay. It's just uh, don't eat candy that random people drop.
3: I have words about the Weasleys in my section. Okay. Oh, well, let's oh, just save them. Get man. out. Right. Oh, no. I'm for them. Okay. Oh, okay. You can stay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anyways,
1: six times Fred and George's pranks went too far. They
3: never go too far.
1: So it says it's all fun and games until someone nearly dies. Um, <laughs> Wait, is that literally what it says? No. Aww, oh. Poof. There's a lot of um, different things in here, but I think we should save them for whenever they pop up in the books. Sure. Um, so I'm just going to go right to the one we're talking about. Ton. They fed Harry's already abusive family member, Tun-Tung Toffee. We always enjoyed it when Harry's wizard friends casually wreaked havoc on the Dursleys because it was nothing less than they deserved. However, when the Weasley family destroyed their living room while trying to visit Harry via flu powder, Dudley ended up getting a foot-long tongue after eating Fred and George's carefully dropped sweets. And it says... Harry wheeled around. Dudley was no longer standing behind his parents. He was kneeling beside the coffee table and he was gagging and sputtering, spluttering. Excuse me. There's an L there on a foot long purple slimy thing that was protruding from his mouth. I will say
4: the first time I read that it didn't connect in my head. Like even after they explained it, I was like, what happened to him?
1: About that. And it says this time the boys went too far. Not only did this sort of thing do nothing to help Harry with his terrible home life, but as Mr. Weasley pointed out, it also meant so much that the Dursleys weren't about to soften up towards the wizard kind because of their antics. Not that they would have anyway.
2: Admittedly. What are your feelings about that? It's, it's
1: it's not. Okay.
2: Ooh, Ooh. glasses off teacher mode. Ah. All
1: right. No, listen, (laughs) hear me out. Mm -mm. No, (laughs) on one side of the coin, he is a git, And yes, he deserves oh. it.
2: Wow. Using British terms. Okay. However,
1: well, I'm trying to appeal to the masses here. <laughs> On the other side of the coin, you can't be doing that to people. Because he is a muggle. And what if, what if they would already have been gone? And no one was there to help him. repair it up. He would be dead. Yes. And the Slytherin laughs. <laughs>
2: here's, here's my thing. I'm sweating. He did not have to eat that.
1: You'd think he would learn
4: from the last time he ate something that a wizard okay. had around the place. He, he got a pigtail. Yeah, hold, hold on, defense of that.
2: He the cake didn't turn him into having yeah, a pigtail. Hold on, he
1: did not have to drop
3: that. That's true.
1: What I if agree. it genuinely
3: was an accident?
1: No, know. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. <laughs> we do know. <laughs> we do know. Listen to you.
2: Get out. <laughs> you and your green. See, Michelle says rule number one: never take candy from a stranger. Like, why would you eat that? Because and he knows they're sauce. I just, I blame Dudley 90% of it. Well,
1: yeah, he is responsible for
2: his actions, but so's Fred. I mean, yes, I agree, but I hold more guilt for Dudley. Like, he shouldn't eat it. Okay. It's That's your own fault. Get fine. your tongue cut off. Snippity snap. snap. I'm going to snip snap, snap, snap your face. I okay. have a
3: feeling that, like, the candy would have worn off. I agree hopefully before he (laughs) choked to death well that's what i'm saying like i don't think that it would have gotten to the point where like he would have choked on it or like he was choking on it because because his mom was pulling his tongue out of his mouth that's the only reason why i think
2: i think part of it was like one his mom's pulling on it and two he's like fear fearful yeah so like have you ever had an experience where you're like you're so scared you're just making it worse because you're like uh, freaking out about whatever that's what's happening he's doing it to himself I kinda,
3: Yeah, I kind of feel like majority of the Weasleys products, like they're joke products and they're, I mean, like, yes, they're awesome magic because it obviously takes a lot of like time and effort to like create these things. But again, like it's still magic. It's going to wear off. It's not like you're directly casting but, a charm on somebody. They're don't like know that. ingesting it. He was a tester for it. He was the test subject for them. So
1: we don't know. He was a good test
2: subject. Well... <laughs> I don't know. I think that they would would've... you have
1: dropped the candy on purpose? Oh yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Sarah,
2: <laughs> Sarah, I, don't, I don't We're lightning bolting this. Yes or no? Now. Ooh. i probably but like in a very like oh my god i like didn't realize <laughs> yes. I dropped oh, it. yes so the yes. answer like, is yes katie. Like, Kay, more, no, more accidentally done. than fred no, does it make any sense you're over like no. if it happened it happened but i wouldn't oh, try to stop it that's no like cut a hole in my pocket and be like oh my god Must that's, fall no out. get out of here that's a yes katie
4: no, I wouldn't be able to pull it off, you. even if I wanted to. Oh, yeah, definitely.
2: See me, no. See, but, like, the difference... But we're was, not Fred and George. <laughs> the difference between Megan and I is yes. Megan would drop, like, a boatload and be like, here, eat these, where I would be, like, legit, do something sneaky. No, I would I would do it, like, how George did it. I would just... He dropped a whole handful of them and then like, gathered them up. If that's what I would do. But I but would, But I would like, leave one behind. Like Fred did. I would probably <laughs> legitimately, like, say I had, like, a bag or something and cut a hole in the bag, like... Just enough that one could possibly slip out. Okay, but here's the thing. And then if it did, I wouldn't pick it up.
3: (laughs) Here's the thing. She still would do it. So we're on the same level here.
2: But we're not. I'm better
3: than you. I'm just saying.
1: Boyfriend could have went to the other side.
2: (laughs) He does in book seven. You're a crazy lady.
1: (laughs) All right. Shall we move on? Yes. This was heated. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Fred and George invented this candy, and they have been looking for someone to test it out on, like we just said. It's not a good idea. Everyone who was crowded around the table in the Weasley's kitchen was howling with Mm -hmm. laughter. (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) Tiffany. Naughty, naughty. (laughs)
2: Because you can't say everyone, Molly, was not there yet. (laughs) Molly would not have laughed. My mom, all. We we know. (laughs) (laughs)
3: I'm just saying, I think my mom would have laughed.
2: She's, oh, she's my so mom would have been.
3: She's a Hufflepuff, actually.
2: <laughs> my mom would have been. <laughs> angry. She would have been Woof. Molly.
1: This time at the table, there were two. Ooh.
3: Katie. More other oh, ones were great. More red. Wait, I didn't hit
4: it. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: my. Redhead. Is that close to me. That Harry had never met before, although he knew immediately who they were. I said, hello, are they? Bill and Charlie. Hello? Wait, who?
2: Ed. We've been Thank waiting you. for you both. So, i in love with the shape of Charlie.
3: Okay. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you're fine. <laughs>
2: Charlie Weasley. Uh, oh, my God. He's just a dreamboat, but I don't really know what he looks like. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shook Harry's hand first, and he had calluses and blisters from working with dragons in Romania. He was built like the twins, shorter and stockier. He had a broad, good-natured face and many freckles, muscly arms, and one had a shiny burn on it. Yeah, dude.
3: He just needs some tattoos.
2: He probably has some. You don't know. He's got a dragon down his back. That'd be so awesome. That would be pretty great. (laughs) But think of like, total tangent, I think that wizarding tattoos move. For sure. Oh, definitely. So think of how sweet that would be. Or is that a
3: movieism? You know what? I'm not sure. I'm not I'm sure, sure either. But I like it if it is a movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. A I like animal. the idea.
2: Like, think if he had like a dress. Ooh, and it would breathe fire every once in a while. Oh, like, if you scratch
1: like one it. it Universal. It'd, be like, <laughs> <gasps>
2: it'd be like Maui.
3: Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, I like that idea.
2: I wish we had wizarding tattoos. Agreed. I could have, like, a lady on my arm and she would sing to me. You
1: know what I really wish I had? <laughs> sing me a song. <laughs> a BB 1.8.
2: He would talk. We talked about this earlier. <laughs> they're like, if you could, if someone asked us if you could do your animal and They're like, for the cats, for Megan and Katie, Tiffany has a dog. All I have is a badly drawn BB-8 tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, for sure, he could talk. He could. There's
3: a tattoo parlor in Nocturne Alley at uh, Universal. Mm-hmm.
2: Why are you telling me these and things? And they move.
3: And they do move. Because we're going next December.
2: Like a legitimate one? You can get a tattoo at it? No. No. Oh, then why are you telling me these things? They well, do have a, a real tattoo
3: shop at CityWalk. <laughs> That's
1: kind
2: of
4: Yeah, they do. But it's probably really expensive.
2: But I've heard they do good work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they, like, is it yeah. worth all of that money? Because part of it's probably like, you're going to tattoo at Universal. I know. Yeah. All right, we probably should get back to Harry Potter. and I'm, then the goblet I'm, of fire. I'm right
1: here. Charlie. Charlie has a. <laughs> Uh, a little fact file on Pottermore. It says the second eldest. Does it we- say Ed?
3: <laughs>
1: Sorry. Gonna You're going to get <laughs> choke slammed. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> second eldest Weasley sibling and dragon aficionado. House Gryffindor. Parents, Arthur and Molly Weasley. What if it said something different?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Skills, highly skilled dragon trainer and one time Gryffindor seeker. Hobbies, studying dragons and Quidditch.
2: Yep. Well, they, oh, do, bitch. they do say that Harry's the best Gryffindor seeker since Charlie Weasley. Mm-hmm. Sucks to suck,
1: Charlie.
2: I don't know. I'd take him over Harry any day.
1: There's a couple of um, quotes. There's one from Hag- Hagrid. How's your brother Charlie? I liked him a lot. Great with animals. I can see that, like this guy he just being like a really nice, nice guy. Charlie? No. We don't know Charlie that well, but I think he's super nice, especially with what he did with Norbert.
3: I'm really bummed that they... Cut Charlie and Bill out of
2: this movie. Yeah, for. I was gonna be like, they have Bill. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, Goblet. Who do you think would play? Would have played Charlie Weasley? <laughs> this is a dumb question. No, but he would have been He would have been <laughs> younger than um, Rupert Grint. Uh, oh, really? Yes, he's only like twenty-five. Oh, he's bizarre. younger than us. No, he, might be he six is. Six what am that's I horrible. doing with my life?
4: Podcasting. Yeah, that's true. This, this is, is think <laughs> Yeah,
2: real. so I wonder. Who could play him? Who would have been good? You know?
1: Um, There's also a feature on the page, and it says an ode to Charlie Weasley. It says a much-needed homage to the rugged second oldest Weasley sibling. Ah, Charlie Weasley is the first sentence. (laughs) (laughs) A man of few words, but while he doesn't occupy many pages throughout the Harry Potter series, that doesn't mean that we don't savor every moment he turns up, and we're pretty sure we know exactly what he's like. Okay, fairly sure. A proud Gryffindor. Dang. And I'm slipping through this. He was good with animals. He gave a helping hand to his younger brother and friends with their ridiculous problems, (laughs) a.k.a. Norberta. (laughs) He has a presence. It says, please read the following description of Charlie Weasley's arms. Need we say more? So this is from um, this chapter. So I can go ahead and read that. How are you doing, Harry, said the nearer of the two, grinning at him and holding out a large hand, which Harry shook, feeling calluses and blisters under his fingers. This had to be Charlie, who worked with dragons in Romania. Charlie was built like the twins, shorter and stockier than Percy and Ron, who were both long and lanky. He had a good, bro- a broad, good-natured face, which was weather-beaten and so freckly that he looked almost tanned. His arms were muscly, and one of them had a large, shiny burn on it. Swoon.
3: Yeah.
2: They call that an Irish tan. Oh, I like when it. You have so many freckles oh. that almost like connect. <laughs> That's fun. Um, someone said the guy from Outlander and his name is Sam Hewen to play um, Charlie. Cool. And let me tell you, yes. Yes. Cool. Yes.
1: Um, he had the classic Weasley ability to create chaos. So it's just talking yeah. about like um, Charlie and Bill had both grown up and left home. And they had sometimes a silly sense of humor, like their brothers. Um, he would fight for what's right. True Gryffindor.
2: I like the idea of like how they you just described him and then like being a dragon tamer basically, like working with dragons, you know? They mesh well. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: He had varied and unexpected skills. It says we know that Charlie was an excellent quidditch player and had a way with dragons, but do you know what else he was good at? Darning. What does that mean? Like fixing patching, socks I bet.
2: Yeah, like patching up clothes.
1: Yeah. And there was something very appealing <laughs> about a man who isn't afraid to pick up a needle and thread.
2: That is true. Amen to that. Charlie be Real and date me, Kate by.
1: Yeah. He sounds like a uh, keeper. He uh, sounds like a man. A or a seeker.
2: You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a manly man. A seeker man.
1: of truth. He's a man, a man. Okay. Next up is Bill. Bill. He works for
3: Gringotts. He's been head boy and he was cool. I'm head boy. Yes. Does it say anywhere on his facts? File that he turns to the dark side and works. Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, about to be
3: like, are you talking about?
1: Mm, have you read these books? <laughs> I
2: What's will the say? guy's
3: name? Emperor Hux. Hux.
2: Hux. Yeah. General, yeah. isn't it? He's not emperor. <laughs> General. General Hux.
3: No, no, no. Who is emperor he? Like Cusco. No, who's he? Like behind. Snoke yeah Snoke that's what I'm thinking Snoke is dead you think Hux is Snoke no Hux works
2: for Snoke
1: yeah Snoke's dead Okay, or well, is he that's I don't a whole know. other podcast
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yes he is in those
2: movies fun fact about the guy and unless you I don't know this I thought you were this, being
1: serious for a second and I was like <laughs> what? what are you talking about so
2: Donald Gleason plays Bill Weasley and his father Brendan Gleason plays uh, Mad-Eye Moody so if you didn't know that now you know is in better the
1: family.. Um, besides being cool, he was tall with long <laughs> hair that was tied back into a ponytail. He was wearing an earring that looked like a fang and boots made of dragon skin. Question. What do you think the fangs from go?
2: Probably. Maybe his brother gave him a dragon flang, a flang. <laughs>
3: <clears throat>
2: I've always thought that
3: dragon okay. from Charlie goblin. Maybe goblin. I'm just kidding. That's terrible.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I really Is don't. Bill Maybe- a goblin Slayer,
3: <laughs> so he works with goblins all the time. Oh my! Maybe he found one like in a tomb. Maybe right? an ex girlfriend
2: gave him one.
3: Oh boy! Whoa.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany doesn't think that.
1: What if it's a basilisk?
2: <laughs> it's giant. Why are He'd probably like do a weightless charm on it, so it's just hanging out. <laughs> a
1: grindilo. the grindillo,
3: He does marry the girl who can't get past him. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Oh, All right, Phil on Pottermore, <laughs> laid-back eldest Weasley sibling and member of the Order of the Phoenix. It's interesting that Charlie's not a member.
2: Maybe he yeah, was just he's like, too busy in Romania.
1: To save the wizarding world. Yeah.
2: Maybe he's like, my peeps got it.
1: Maybe. (laughs) Full name. I wonder if I'll
2: regret not being there because um, his brother dies. Yeah. Oh, sad. I
1: didn't even think.
2: I don't know. Sorry, go on, Tiffany. I apologize for interrupting
1: you. But as you sip tea.
2: (laughs) I'm drinking coffee. Just
1: an actual sip. All right. William Arthur Weasley. Birthday. 29th of November. No year. Hmm. Why? Maybe she, she has plans for him prob- like McGonagall. I, like, come, she did God. say I there's will, gotta be a reason why the year's not there.
2: I will say she did say in some interview about like um how many years are in between everyone. Oh yeah. So I'm going to roughly tell you once I get to it.
1: Okay. Do you want me to keep going?
2: Um he was roughly born in nineteen seventy. Give or take a year.
3: Hmm. Why no year?
1: And now? then
2: fun fact that the Marauders started Hogwarts the next year.
3: So he's like twenty years. No, he's like eleven years, ten years. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> he was born older, in the nine in years 70, older
2: than Ron. He'd be ten years because he was born in eighty.
3: Oh right, okay, because it started in ninety one. Correct. Okay, got That's it.
2: Math. Yeah, so he started the year that um, guys. I'm a graphic designer. He started I just if how to he was ruler. born if he was born in 1970, <laughs> he would have started Hogwarts when. Uh, not Hermione, Junie. I was trying to think of uh, his sister's <laughs> name. When she was born, he started Hogwarts like literally days later. Cause her birthday's August 11th. You're welcome for this useless knowledge that never will do anything with like. I swear Sorry.
1: to you, Sarah's <laughs> exchanging brain cells from like real life stuff for Harry Potter timeline stuff. Facts. <laughs> ah, House of Gryffindor, parents... Gryffindor. Sirius Black and Molly... (laughs) (laughs) J.K. Roland. That would be
2: weird. Think about that. No, because he was like... Older. (laughs) He would have been like 10 years old. (laughs) Nine years old. That's gross. Yeah, so don't... I said it as a joke. I like jokes. Highly
1: skilled curse breaker for Gringotts, Wizarding Bank, very intelligent, past Hogwarts head boy hobbies, Table jousting and teasing Random. Percy.
2: Teasing Percy—that's his <laughs> hobby.
1: <laughs> I didn't even like blink an eye at that either. Which is funny because Harry thought he would be more like Percy because mm-hmm. of being head boy and whatever.
2: Um, oh my gosh! Have you guys ever googled table jousting? It's little guys and horses, <laughs> like little little playthings. It's funny. Sorry child's playing. <laughs> you are a
4: toy <laughs> god i love that movie i don't
2: know what it is so let's move back to harry are Potter. you kidding <gasps> what <laughs>
3: the door's you're over kidding? there oh i'm like you're not allowed to be here
1: okay so before anything else could happen there was a pop and back was mr weasley and he's mad y'all <laughs> He's mad at Fred for dropping the candy because he knew that A, Dudley is a git, and B, he's on a diet and will eat any and all candy. George was wondering how big his tongue got, and we find out that it's at least four. <laughs> this Catherine. bell! It's not the it's bell. Not it's the bell. the bell! You say this every time. <laughs> four foot long, or I did a Sarah, 1.2192 meters yeah long before See? it ain't so easy <laughs> as <it>. Bel- <laughs> bellin ain't easy <laughs> before the dursleys Bello. would let him shrink it everyone began <laughs> laughing again and then i didn't bring up my quote so carry on
3: that's what i'm doing right now because as soon as i saw my part was coming up i was like <gasps> i don't have my book oh my how You're long, long? I, what, what i like, got it
2: think of like four foot long hat dogs it's a lot that's a long time <laughs> That's what I think of when someone says, like, that's oh, my like, God, their tongue is a foot long. Foot long. That's, yeah. like, like almost
3: long as tall as
2: Danny DeVito. Yeah, oh. that's true. Oh my God.
1: Why is he always a unit of measurement You just need us?
2: 11 more inches, I think.
1: If you need anything to compare things to. Just use Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. All right. Oh. Mr. Weasley, here we go. It isn't funny, Mr. Weasley shouted. That sort of behavior seriously undermines wizard-muggle relations. I spent half my life campaigning against the mistreatment of muggles and my own sons. Why did they test out Dudley? Because he's a great bullying git. And he says, just wait until I tell your mother. And then I wrote JK, "Uh uh-oh. Because here's Megan's part.
3: Uh, so of course Mr. Weasley had absolutely no intention of telling Molly what exactly the boys had done but that Molly came in right at the perfect moment heard the tail end of that conversation and said tell me what Mrs. Weasley had just entered the kitchen she was a short plump woman with a very kind face though her eyes were presently narrowed with suspicion I just like again we got like a little recap of just to remind us what Molly looks like, who what? she is, all that stuff.
2: It bothers um, me that you're bending a brand new book like that. Sorry, what says How, the girl? Who who are
3: you just saying this isn't a new book though? It's a very old. Book. I Come bought on. this book specifically to destroy for this podcast. Oh gosh. Um. So she walks in, and Herm and Jenny appear behind her. Harry smiles back at Jenny, and she goes Scarlet. So I thought that was cute, mm,
1: Johans. She's still not over <laughs>
3: it. <laughs> So Mrs. Weasley forces it out of Mr. Weasley, but. It was her foot. (laughs) (laughs) The trio and Ginny get away just in time. Fred and George try to tag along, but they can't. Okay, poor Fred and George. Can I vent here for a sec now? No. Meg is on her soapbox. (sighs) Molly, I'm not a fan of you in this book. Mm. i'm really not she bothers me a lot in this book uh, and at other times as well some but normally i mean like overall i really do love mrs weasley but she really makes me upset here so we have weasley wizard wheezes Keep going. weasley's wizard wheezes why can molly like not see the potential here why does it matter to her so much that the boys work at the ministry yes
2: finish and then i'll talk.
3: Like the order forms. Okay. So, well, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself here. But, you know, all of these things that they created, like, okay, necessarily some of the candies and stuff, like, could be potentially dangerous, but also, like, a laugh. And they have ways to to undo it. They have ways to undo what they do. But, like, the fake wands, like, trick sweet. Like, what is so awful about that? I don't get why she is so hung up on, like, how awful this is and how, like, oh, my gosh, they didn't get enough OWLs. I'm sorry, but who cares? Mm. They have potential. Mm. It's not like they didn't get any. Okay. I mean, they didn't fail. (laughs) They didn't fail everything. They got less than Percy, which is that really surprising look at Percy and then look at Fred and George. They were never going to get as many OWLs as Percy.
2: So this is what I want to say in this whole thing. I don't think her issue was with them doing that or anything. I think it's more so the fact that realistically the success rate of opening your own business is not great. You know what I mean? So they have potential and all, and I'm sure she knows that they have potential, but she wants them to be successful in their life. And obviously it's wonderful that they do become successful, but I think she's going into this thinking like, what they're doing, they have a better chance of getting money like working at the ministry and making a good living and being able to like find wives and have kids, not trying to open up their own business where within the first year they could fail and lose everything. She doesn't want to see that for them. And I can tell you from personal experience, my parents did not want me to go to cosmetology school like they took me out and they're like you're not doing it you're not doing it you're not to say there's anything wrong with it but my parents were like you're way too smart you need to go you get good grades you can go and do anything else they did not want me to do it and I did basically what they did and I didn't care and did it anyways and finished and so now I can do hair but like that's my parents didn't didn't care once I did it they just were like you can also do so much more like you know what I mean so they don't look down on me because I have a cosmetology license, but she just wants the best for her kids and she doesn't want to see them fail and they could fail hard yes, you can succeed hard with that, but she doesn't want to see them fail that's where i that's what I, how I, I get out of s- it i still
3: have I still have hard feelings about this i just she I mean, this is their dream, and Helene just said this in the the patron chat like I understand that you don't want your kids to just like go out and fail but at the same time like are you really gonna hold them back from following their dream like that is what they want to do so so why not encourage them to the best of their ability to try because you will never know if you can succeed in it if you don't give it a try
2: but maybe she wanted them and i agree to wait a little bit because they're only 16 at this point in time so they're still young like go go work in the ministry get some money and then go into it where you still have, like, I have all of these things to fall back on. I have a career I can go right back into. I have all these things instead of jumping right into it where the Weasleys themselves don't have that much money. So how much money do Fred and George have? Really, the only reason they're able to do this is because Harry gives them all, their, all his winnings at the end of it. So maybe she's thinking, go and work at the ministry. Do whatever. Get a legitimate, real job. I don't know if they need benefits, but, like, in America you do. So you get all of these things. You have you like, don't a need gut, benefits anywhere else. a good in the world. nest egg before you try to do this. Just thinking. Tiffany, go on. Okay.
1: Many thoughts and feelings. If I can remember them all, it'll be a miracle. One, she is the perfectly written mother.
2: Yes, I would agree.
1: Two, it is really hard to sit back and watch someone do something when you know that they have... Immense potential.
2: Stop looking at me.
1: (laughs) Okay. But it really is. It's hard. And here's what I'm thinking. All of this is coming from an absolute place of love. She knows her
3: and Arthur's struggle. Monetarily. I think she goes about it the wrong way. Yes. I know you're not done. I'm just interjecting. No, I know. But
1: she wants them to not have to struggle. So wanting them to get all these owls and work for the ministry is her way of ensuring that her children have well-paying jobs and don't have to struggle like they did. You always want better for your kids. yeah. And so it's coming out of a place of love. Now the way that people give their love and the way that people interpret love can get all completely mixed up. And a lot of the ways people don't show love how other people need that love shown. And I think that this is a prime example of that. And also, we have to remember that no one is perfect, right, with this. And she is just the real-life version of Mm. a mom trying to toe the line between letting their children follow their dreams and ensuring that they have decent lives. So I get what you're saying. The delivery sucks. But the meaning is totally out of love.
2: I also think that maybe with her destroying the candy and, like, maybe she's thinking, like, God forbid... Yes, we obviously know that they're smart guys and everything, but also they're testing this on themselves. But what if they do something where there's some ingredient or something that affects me differently and I buy it off of them? I take it and something horrible happens and I end up at St. Mungo's or I die or something. What ha- Like, I don't know. Can't you? you could they get in trouble for yeah. it? Oh, I'm, uh-huh. and maybe she's also worried yeah. about that. Like, maybe she wants to make sure they're like, okay, you spent two months trying all these things out or however long they've been doing this. So, Maybe she really wants him to sit down and work on it and not make it. So I mean, they could have die. really
1: gotten in trouble with the ministry for the deadly thing. Yeah. You know,
2: but, but it was really funny. Oh, oh, oh my God.
3: God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I just read a comment that just popped up that Arthur works for the ministry. So Kara, yeah, he works for the ministry, but that's why I think that she wants better than that well
2: and i think for him like better he, in the see, ministry than that you know what well, i mean Well, you see later on in this book specific well this and the next they one they say when, arthur could have gotten promotion yes but, but I he's think doing because what he
1: loves that's his dream so, so she struggles with that
2: no but she struggles I know. with that too but i think because he's he's so like pro not pro muggle but essentially like they don't want he's almost would rile the boat where he'd be like, well, with laws and everything. Cause you see in the next one where, um, mm-hmm. fudge is like totally against Dumbledore and anybody that's with Dumbledore and thinks that like muggles aren't horrible people. And he, you know, Arthur just wants to like love muggles and all these things and understand mm-hmm. how they work. And a lot of wizards don't care and they don't want to know. Yeah. And I think that his love for the muggles and his love for Dumbledore has held him back in the ministry, but he's fine doing that. You know what I mean? He brings enough gold home for his just family. Enough,
1: yeah. Um, but I will say, Megan, that I do have problems with Molly. I just think book. that
3: like specifically Well not no no, no 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 no
1: not in this book. Next specifically, specifically, in this book. Well I I, I can't remember it's been years since i
3: I do a couple times throughout the series. I, I have but a problem
1: with her in the fleur situation. Like oh, you know, like that Hermione is in
3: this book. awful. Yeah, Yes, but that yeah, that's oh
1: yeah totally how she okay.
3: treats fleur. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's not acceptable.
3: Um and how she treats Hermione at the I end was, of I was like book. It, but here's the
1: thing is a well-written mother role.
3: Yes, because it shows you... It's real.
2: People, I think, and I'm not saying anything wrong against moms. Obviously,
3: yeah, Tiffany, people. this is you. I'm kidding. But it <laughs> you're really mom now. Nobody, nobody's going to talk to a
2: mom. <laughs> nobody's perfect, and including moms. Yes, they do wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things, but nobody's perfect, and as much as everyone loves Molly and she does all these great things, she's also showing you... She's not always making the best decisions because she's I downright nasty in my opinion to Hermione in the end of this book, all because of stuff she reads in the paper that's not true. Right.
1: <sighs> um, right. We can wrap this part of the discussion up with Monica Geller's quote: "I'm going to love you so much that no woman is ever going to be yeah. good enough for you." <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> she says <sighs> that. Yeah, basically, like, the way that I, the way that, the thing that really upsets me here is that she forces them to destroy everything that they've worked on. And, like, I think, I mean, I know that, like, she might think it's just a hobby or she might think it's not worth it. But, like, I think that that is the biggest, I think that's the biggest misstep that quite a few parents make. Uh, I'm not a parent yet, so, like, I can't, I can't say this. I, I don't know, but I think that's one of the biggest things that, you can that say parents... It as a kid. Right, because I mean, I went through it sometimes and not, I mean, like my parents are great, but at the same time, like you, sometimes parents just don't understand. And like, I know that they don't want to pretend like...
2: like like being a teenager. You're I know. Don't a teenager, <laughs> know, I know, like, Slam I, the I, door. I feel like I
3: sound like a teenager right now, but like sometimes parents genuinely mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. Like they they genuinely don't understand. And like they get offended whenever kids say that to mm-hmm. them. But like, it's true. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like you grew up in a different time than I did, or you Ooh. had different hopes and dreams than I did, Ooh. or you want me to do things that you wish you would have done. Or different um, opportunities. You exactly. Know? Mm-hmm. So like the fact that they are clearly, and I think it is obvious beyond obvious that they are passionate about this, um, th- that she forces them to destroy everything that they've made. She takes these order forms, which do you think that they literally had to hand write every single copy at this point? Like, no
2: magic. They probably wrote they one,
3: and but they magic. can't, they're oh, not 17. Right. So like I'm, I'm picturing them literally writing out all of these order forms and then she takes them all and just destroys them. Oh. And I just think that that's really sad. Yeah, Like yeah. it just really upsets me that she won't even. And And again, you said they're only 16, but like, Yeah, they are only 16, so why can't they have this hobby? This is a hobby that they love doing. That would be like my parents telling me that they don't think that I can sing, so I can't be in the choir that I want to be in anymore. Yeah, but you know, like it kind of feels like the same thing as at that age at 16, I was in a choir. I'm not the best singer, but I'm not a horrible singer. But like that would be like my parents coming and saying
1: I'm a fantastic singer.
3: (laughs) Well that would be like my parents being like, You're never gonna go anywhere with singing. I want you to quit the singing angels and be like, but I love doing it. Why do I have to quit it? I'm 16 right now. In in defense of that,
2: in itself, um, singing is not as dangerous as testing, you know. Those okay, out but and it's giving them still
3: the same concept. But you I could, wonder. I you, bet you laryngitis. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I bet you that she has a lot of regrets, and I think that she probably yeah. also wants Fred. Parishes has a lot of regrets because That's maybe sad. she's like you know they could have done it sooner or he could have lived his, i mean i think they lived their his life to the fullest but yeah we don't know i mean she might have done it because i know there's times where like my mom and i have gotten in like huge fights and afterwards she, she, like we'll talk about it now and she's like we'll take a step back and be like i probably shouldn't have done that like we both do that you know right
4: i'm gonna i think everyone here will agree with what tam said in the chat she said it's a fine line, isn't it? Letting mm. your babies dream and fly, but also protecting them for potential harm. Mm-hmm.
3: I think yep. that it's also really important, though, for parents to understand that failure to a point can be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that my perfect example in comparison to this is Katie and I moving to Florida. Uh, we moved down to Florida because it was a dream of ours to live in Florida. We wanted to live by Disney World. We wanted to go to Disney every day. Like We wanted to live that dream. Um, my parents had a feeling it wasn't a good idea. They told me a couple times that we probably shouldn't do it, but they let me go and let me tell you the life lessons that I learned from that experience. I, I never would have learned them any other way had we not done that. Yes, I did fail.
2: I don't think you failed. What do you mean? No, you were there almost a full year. I don't think that's a failure.
4: Thank
3: you sir. Well thank you. <laughs> thank you Tiffin. Financially
2: <laughs> we failed. <laughs> we just it did, you weren't was homeless. That, was right. It was poor no, management.
3: It was horrible management. Yeah, you lived above your means.
2: We oh, lived yeah. at Disney World. Did you not hear so, about the
3: pillow pets? <laughs> <laughs> Save it. <laughs> Listen. Oh. We yeah, but I mean like yeah, we failed financially. We failed. We weren't able to continue living there. Is it something we've thought about trying again? Yeah. But we look back on that first situation and then like where we want to be in our future. And we're like, it's probably not the best idea to try that again. So, and I kind of feel like that is the twins with the joke shop, you know, like they want to do this. They could be super successful. They could super fail. But at the same time, if this is really something that they want and dream, and Again, they're 16, but in the wizarding world at 17, you're an adult. So really, they're not that far off from like needing to know what they want to do. You know what I mean? So I just I've said it a million times over the past, I don't know, 15 minutes. I just think that she handled it the wrong way. And I wish that she would have been a little bit more open to hearing her son's ideas and dreams hindsight is 2020
2: i agree i oh, think definitely. i think there should have been a conversation like yeah. i know with me and like with my schooling and everything like that's what i had to do i had to like sit down like there were times where my mom was like well i just thought you were kidding when you were talking about that I'm like no i wasn't obviously like so when i decided i wanted to go to hair school i um went to this one school and like kind of toured it and talked to some of the students and then like I my dad literally took me to lunch and he was like, I don't want you to do it. Like I was in thinking about going to nursing school. They're like, you should do that, you'd be so good. And like with nursing, you have a great job. You have great benefits, especially if you work for the Cleveland Clinic, you know, job security, all this stuff. And, if, and not even just the Cleveland Clinic, but living in Northeast Ohio, you've got multitude of hospitals and it is so really a like perfect both my parents are like for this area i don't yeah. want you to do it blah 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 blah. and then you know it was something that i really really wanted to do and granted i don't really do hair at all anymore but i like decided one day like woke up and i'm like you know what i'm gonna go i called them up i'm like i'm gonna enroll so i went down i enrolled and i came home that night and i was like by the way i enrolled in hair school today and my parents were like uh what <laughs> I'm like i started on this day and like my parents were like super proud and everything but like i think it was something like my mom was saying like i thought like you never were serious because i like throw ideas all the time like in the past year i've talked about being a multitude of different things so that's just one thing like she should have had a conversation with her sons but i can't tell her because she's not real so
3: and uh, they do get to do their dream so like it turns out okay but it just makes me Um, sad for them at this moment spoiler
1: alert right <laughs> they have a choke shop in diacon alley
3: how um, much was
1: that on uh molly oh
3: gosh i don't know and my section is really long today so well, sorry guys that was the first little uh, bullet point um i just wanted like to ask a quick little lightning round question lightning bolt question can any of you guys actually see fred and george ever working at the ministry
2: No No way. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like
4: can you picture Newt working in a ministry? No, that was literally his greatest fear, as we know.
3: know. No way. No. Um, so professional
1: (laughs) professional laugh
3: people. Maybe they could
4: work in like the games and sports section, like Ludo. Like Ludo Bagman,
2: I guess. Like if they had to, yeah. What if there's like like a section? What if there's a section at St. Mungo's where like super depressed people go and, like, oh they just do stand-up all day or something, you know? Yep. They would be great at that. <gasps> I hope that I exists. hope there's not a section with super depressed people, because that in and of itself is sad. And we love you, super well, depressed people. Well, even if they just
4: go to Mungo's to cheer
2: people <gasps> up. Think of, like, the little kids that are, like, sick yes. or something. Oh. Poor Gilderoy cute.
4: Lockhart. Poor Gilderoy. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you see Fred and George entertaining <laughs> oh my God. Think
2: of Neville's parents. I know. Oh. Yeah. Gosh, I hope that brought this down.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's move on to Percy. Um, Oh, we just went further down. (laughs) So he appears because the trio and Jenny are, quote, thundering up the stairs and making too much noise. (laughs) And then here's my little soapbox on purse. I said, here's the thing, purse. Don't you think you waste more time blabbering on about how people are too noisy than if you were to just ignore it and keep working? Just a thought. Just keep writing about your cauldron bottoms. Listen, that's a serious thing. Oh, I know. Fat cauldron bottoms. Speaking (laughs) of (laughs) cauldron bottoms, we find out... (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I'm really trying to push through here. Okay. We find out that he works for the Department of um, International Magical Cooperation. So I asked the question, what is that department really about? Boring Um, stuff. So they deal with... International relations with other countries, who would have thought, guys? So they're located on level five of the Ministry of Magic. They work with magical governments of other countries. So I would assume they work with Macuza and they work with the uh, ministry in France. And obviously, we know Dermstrang, they work with Durmstrang and they work with Bobaton, which we'll find out a little bit later.
2: Um,
1: Bobatons. So-
2: <laughs> I always say Bobaton. She's making fun of me. We were talking
1: about it earlier today. Well,
2: we hear in the next couple of chapters that they're talking with five continents. Five continents. What is wrong with me?
1: Well, where do you want to
2: start? (laughs) (laughs) But I just think that's cool. Five out of seven continents. Really wish
3: I had that Swish and Flick tumbling. You're getting one okay. So they also create regulations for things that are imported into the country. Example. Good old cauldron bottom <laughs> thickness. <laughs> Fat cauldron bottom, <laughs> make the <laughs> rocket world go, go round. And they work with the Department of Magical Games and Sports on the top secret. Mm.
1: Triwizard Tournament. What's that? I don't know.
3: We'll find out. I haven't got um,
1: Where's my chapstick?
3: <laughs> it also houses the International Confederation of Wizards, the British seats. The house, it houses the International Magical Office of Law, the International Magical Trading Standards Body, and this department was established by Artesemia Lufkin in 1800. Lufkin.
2: Lufkin. Oh, I just love kin. <laughs> so- <laughs>
3: So we get into Ron's room, and this is not the first time Harry's been there. So he talks about how it looks pretty much exactly the same. What? The Chudley Cannons poster is still hanging on the wall. And there was a fish tank on the windowsill that had held frog spawn, but now held a large frog.
2: Cool. Growth. Growth. <laughs> I like the circle of life.
3: <laughs>
2: also, <laughs> no, they went. Yeah, you used to be spawn.
3: <laughs> Ooh, when ya. I cannot. Understand. But you're a frog now. <laughs> Megan's gonna kill us. <laughs> like I was gonna kill you in my section, right? Yeah, this is just how this episode. Yeah, is gonna it's be. the worst. <laughs> I'm sweating. We also see pig, aka pigwigeon. And I thought that I would do a little etymology on his name. So pigwigeon means small or petty. Aww. Um, and also <laughs> petty can it, it combines pig with wigeon, which are two species of duck found in North America and Europe, or pigeon. I thought that was weird. Uh, another name for the rock dove. Oh my God! Pigeons are a dove.
2: Are you a rock dove? <laughs> <laughs> pigeons are I'm a, a type of dove. dove.
3: That's awful. My mind is I'm a jazz blown. Dove. You're, rats You're rats with wings. You're rats with wings. I thought my dog was here, but he's not. Uh, okay, so the next, they discuss how Percy is literally obsessed with his job. Um, there is such a thing as being too involved with your work and he's the perfect example in my opinion. I get that he loves mm. it but it eventually makes him turn against his parents and family and that just sucks. You yeah. gotta find the balance. Exactly. Like, oh, life mercy. is more important than your job. I'm just saying.
2: I thought you were so. going to say life is more important than your family. I was going, ooh. <laughs> no, than your
3: job. He's, as,
4: as Megan <laughs> Polar points out in the chat, too obsessed with bottoms.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Ron is about to ask about Sirius, but then remembers Ginny is there and decides to hold off since she has no clue of his innocence. (laughs) And then they head back downstairs to help Mrs. Weasley prepare dinner. Mm Yum.
4: Guys, we need to take a little pause here for a second and
3: appreciate. Why are you giving me this look? (laughs) I don't know. I just don't know where you're going with this. This right here.
2: (laughs) I'm literally like, what is Wait, what? We have an ad spot. We have an ad spot. I'm like crying and laughing because I'm like ADS. I'm like, what? (laughs) It stands
4: for attention, dear swishers.
2: (laughs) This is ads for you.
4: (laughs) I really like that.
2: (laughs) Good one, Katie. I want
3: a Jolly Rancher, but I don't want to chew it. You can't trouble. chew it while I'm reading this because this is exciting. Jolly Rancher okay? did not sponsor us. Tiffany really just wants a Jolly Rancher. But <laughs>
4: attention, dear Swishers. Adventure is out there. Adventure is out there. Why settle for ordinary chain store coffee when you can have an adventure in every cup with Expedition Roasters? <laughs> artisanal roasters of pop culture coffees now you can now you can experience a little theme park magic every day at your home each theme bag features custom artwork by great by great artists that make it perfect for displaying in your kitchen or office guest artist oh (laughs) (laughs) by guest artists (laughs) sorry expedition roasters Um, Try one of our premium wizarding roasts like Booksmart Blueberry, Charming Chocolate Cherry, Cunning Mm. Caramel Crunch, or Big Hearted Butterscotch. Mm. We've tried them all and they're really good. Mm -hmm. They are. All our coffees are certified gluten and allergen free. So start your coffee adventure today at ExpeditionRoasters.com and use coupon code SWISHFLICK15 to save 15% off your first purchase. Brew your happy place.
3: Dude. Delish.
2: It's so good. And I don't Expedition remember which Sarah's. one is my favorite. It's either Slytherin the Slytherin or the. Slytherin um, I believe you said that
3: the Hufflepuff was your favorite They're and the so Slytherin. Good. The Hufflepuff was Sarah's favorite. Slytherin. I still have that here. Was you? I do. You should
2: have made a, cu- a cup. A
3: whole Tiffany's pot. favorite. I
2: do not know if you My
3: read. favorite is uh, the Ravenclaw one. I am between the Slytherin and the Hufflepuff. Yeah. Okay. They're so yeah. good. The I'll Gryffindor uh, one is my I'll second. Make it tomorrow morning. Okay. The Grif- the Gryffindor is my second place. A lot of these gals didn't care for that one, but I did. I'm just yeah, not a fan right.
2: of chocolate in my coffee. Like, I don't have a big mocha. Yeah, I mean, pain, like, you, know?
3: you have to know if you like flavored coffees or not.
2: I accidentally... And well, they do cr- offer... No, we creamer in ours and we shouldn't have. They do offer it.
3: plain coffee yeah, as well they really have good. like dark roasts and that kind of stuff so their it.
2: dark roast is called dark side they have one that's like main street columbia which i think is called main street because of disney and yep. then they have um route 66 which i believe is just another plain coffee um, but i'm gonna buy myself the they dark also have side the, i was Ooh. gonna say the yeah, other they have yeah, Star Wars I like ones. a dark dark roast um, so we can try that. Here's yeah. the thing:
1: we and need to you start reading these, like Bill Burr reads his ads. Oh do, do do expedition Advent- roasters. <laughs> They're roasters. Oh, a coffee for your cup, expedition
4: roasters, <laughs> roasters. When you need a little help waking up,
3: a <laughs> pick me up. Ooh, that's good too. All I'm right, done. you got your book, Smart Blueberry.
2: <laughs>
3: You're supposed to sing your charm and chocolate cherry, your con and caramel crunch, or and your, your big, big
4: hearted butterscotch.
3: Butterscotch, <laughs> <Booger scotch. laughs> oh,
1: All
2: right, gosh. Shout out to Bill also,
1: You could also sponsor us.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so they also have like merch. I almost said like not sponsored, but I guess it is. But I want to get. They have got like tea, not teaspoons, but like coffee spoons. Scoops. So like oh, scoops. scoops! Which is I someone that. Um, there's people at this table that can attest to me trying to make my own French press coffee. Oh. <laughs>
4: Rocket fuel!
3: It,
2: it would have been like you could use it to seal like your cracks in your driveway with. So oh my thin. god! It was <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so like then you know I would know how to how many scoops to put in a French press. What's mm-hmm. a scoop?
4: What's a scoop? And well, also, that was what's the scoop what's on expedition? A scoop Road? With because
2: you? <laughs> I'm a millennial. The one that I have in my cart right now is rose gold, so I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> rose gold what? It's a gold go- coffee rose spoon. Rose like gold coffee spoon.
3: Right. Tiffany, it's necessary. Your face is necessary. You use a
1: measuring it.
2: cup. It'd be like the same thing. Your face is a measuring cup. I don't know. Okay.
3: It's yellow. What's necessary
4: is me still talking, so oh, here comes my oh. section. Oh. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> okay,
4: right.
3: kind-hearted Hufflepuff. I was going to call you Butterscotch. (laughs) (laughs) Butterscotch. You can call me Butterscotch. (laughs) Hey, Butterscotch. All right.
2: We're not here for that today. we are big-hotted. I hope that's not a medical condition because that's sad.
4: That's true.
1: Sarah,
3: you're such a Debbie. Takisoba syndrome is like that. Your heart balloons. That's what my mom had. That's the heart attack my mom
2: had. Mm Mm-hmm. Gosh! <laughs> All right, let's eat outside with it, Molly and her right.
4: children. Yeah. Right. So the trio Go head downstairs. back downstairs to help Mrs. Weasley with dinner. As Hermione suggested, it's probably not the best idea though, because Mrs. Weasley's in a bit of a bad mood.
3: Yeah, she put me in a bad mood.
1: She, oh my gosh she, she, oh. <laughs> she moody
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't funny. It was. It was. Yes,
4: So she's in such a temper, she tries to peel the potatoes that are in the sink with magic. She points her wand a little too hard at them and they shoot out of their skins (laughs) and ricochet off the walls and ceilings. And I like how this shows that even a practiced witch or wizard can still like not have full control over the magic. Like your emotion is still very much a part of how Mm -hmm. you perform Mm -hmm. your magic. Mm -hmm. I like that.
1: And how. (laughs) So
4: she starts ranting about Fred and George. Those two, I don't know what's going to happen to them. I really don't. No ambition unless you count making as much trouble as they possibly can. Q slamming a large copper saucepan down on the table. Also, this is awesome. She puts her wand inside the pot and starts stirring it, and sauce comes pouring out as she stirs. Like, my question, do you have to have, like, all the ingredients out on the table? And then if you use magic, it'll, like, and they come out the wand. I think so.
2: Because you can't magic food.
4: Right. But like, is that how it works?
2: Or I wonder like if it's just in the vicinity, like if she knows it's in her
4: fridge or something. Do they have fridges? I don't know. Do they just El Frisio? Oh.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I made that oh, Spanish. But like, I don't know. Why did you go Spanish? On I don't really one? know. It could be like, you know, instead of like my heart, where like we're there's Latin, an icebox right? where my heart used to be, oh. there's an icebox where my food used to be. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
1: I can't handle
4: any of us, right? (sighs) Any of it. So she continues. It's not as though they haven't got brains, but they're wasting them. And unless they pull themselves together soon, they'll be in real trouble. I've had more owls from Hogwarts about them than the rest put together. If they carry on the way they're going, they'll end up in front of the improper use of magic office. Mm -hmm. Then she jabs her wand at uh, the cutlery drawer and (laughs) knives shoot out and Ron and (laughs) Harry have to duck as they fly across (laughs) the kitchen. I don't know where we went wrong with them. It's been the same for years. One thing after another, and they won't listen to, oh, not again. Molly is all about shoddy capitals, and I love it. From book one. On, well, I just hit my microphone. <laughs> but she grabbed one of their fake wands, and yeah, she just about loses it. So Ron's like, let's get out of here, and they leave to go outside. And Crookshanks is chasing garden gnomes. I have mm-hmm. to mention that because it's super cute. And Bill and Charlie are, what, what do they call it? Table
3: jousting outside?
2: No, I don't think that's. Oh, well, maybe that is what they meant when they say table jousting. On. I, I thought they were jousting thing, with the
3: tables up in the air. Is what yeah. I always imagine. Oh no, I
2: for sure think that, but I thought when they said table jousting, I thought there's a, that's an actual thing. Oops. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Your face, I wish you could see these hand motions. Sure.
4: Um, so they're trying to they're each levitating a table up in the air, and they're trying to knock each other's out of the air. And Bill wins when he knocks one of Charlie's table legs off. I almost said Charlie's legs off. That would have been really sad. Uh, Percy's not happy, uh, as usual. <laughs> Keep it down. Cauldron bottoms are coming on very badly. Don't you know?
3: Very badly.
4: Baldly. But by 7 o'clock, the two tables are so full of food. Joe describes them as groaning under the dishes. I love that it. That
2: could be like a funny um, book, like cookbook for... <sighs> Lord of the Rings, the two tables instead of the two towers. Oh, Oh I love it. You're welcome. You're welcome, anyone that loves Tolkien and you know, Lord of the Rings.
1: All you uppers.
4: And Harry literally describes this in his head as we're reading it as paradise because he's been living off stale cake all summer. Poor kid. Dude,
2: can you oh no. No. Hard. It would make me so nauseous. Hard no.
4: Yeah, when I read that he was like still eating it, I was like, (laughs) what?
2: why Especially like katie's like i wouldn't eat it if it was an hour after it came out of the thing <laughs> oh my
4: God. so percy's uh boring i mean talking to mr <laughs> weasley about his report on cauldron bottoms at the table and how he would have he's having it done earlier because then it will impress mr crouch and blah 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 and he mentions that they're not getting any support from ludo bagman and Mr. Weasley's like, oh, I like Ludo. He's the one that gave us tickets for the cup. And we get a little bit of the insider scoop on Bertha Jorkins. She's been missing a month now, and Tweet. Bagman has not done anything about it. He just keeps blowing it off. Um, and That's per- a fair
1: point, though. What? He keeps blowing it off.
4: Mm-hmm. He just keeps saying, like, oh, I bet she meant to go here and ended up over here. She'll show up eventually. Mm-hmm. So Percy ends heaving this big impressive sigh and says we've got quite enough on our plates at the Department of International Magical Co- Cooperation without trying to find members of other departments too. As you know, we've got another big event organized right after the cup and he clears his throat and looks down at the trio. You know the one I'm talking about, father,
2: the top secret one.
4: This You're would annoying. Be him.
2: <coughs> 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 you know, <coughs> <coughs> the top secret one. That
1: reminds me of Family Guy with the Gentleman's Club, and they're all reading behind their newspapers. They're like, <coughs> each one gets louder <laughs> until they're like, <coughs> 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 <coughs>
2: oh, yes.
4: No one else. Megan, had. did you have
2: something? <laughs> did
3: you like the I hate that he, like, is so is all proper and says, you know which one I'm talking about, father. Father. Call him dad.
2: You know what I don't like? Like, what if he was, like, Arthur, you know this? Like, that's your oh. dad. Don't do that. My cousin
3: calls my aunt Donna, and I'm like, why do you call your mom Donna?
2: It drives me crazy. It also drives Steph. me crazy when my cousins call, like, their own aunts. Like, they'll call, like, my aunt Kelly Kelly. That's your aunt Kelly. I said to her the one day, because she's the one, like, I talk to the most, and I was like, does it ever bother you when people call you just, like, one of your nieces and nephews just call you Kelly? She's like, yeah, it does. Because, like, I know, like, how much, like, I've always wanted to be an aunt. So if Alana gets to an age and she calls me Sarah, I won't answer her. I hope she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> call me Aunt Sarah. She'll answer. My
1: aunts actually, they were like, you don't have to call me Aunt anymore. Just call Not me. Not one of them has XYZ. ever said...
2: To like my cousins, okay, they just I'm not that. talking like, you about ever, your aunts. would you ever Could, sit, like call mine. your
3: mom by her first name though? I have when she's not listening, sometimes,
2: yeah, I do
1: that. <laughs> when yeah, part. when she's not listening, I'll
3: be like, Susan. So, my
1: mom's name's Wendy, and my dad, when we were younger, I remember he would like come in from like outside and he'd be like, Oh, Wendy. So, I remember I would like yell that, and she'd be like, What? <laughs>
2: Sometimes my mom does like weird things, like all right, Cheryl, okay, I've yeah. never called but my mom or dad, dad anything but mom or dad.
3: <laughs> really? Yeah. I Have you ever called my mom? mom ma- Do you call my mom Sue ever?
4: I call her Sue to your dad, but I call her mom to her face. Yeah,
3: I interchange
1: and behind her, back. I interchange <laughs> your parents.
3: <laughs> I call her Sue behind her back.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: all right, good
2: conversation. So
3: glad.
2: <laughs> um, basically. Percy is being a git. So he's trying to get them to guess what the top secret thing is, but Ron, like, rolls his eye and doesn't take the bait. He's like, whatever, dude. I wonder if he thinks that, like, he's kidding. (laughs) Right. I don't know. So we hear Mrs. Weasley arguing with Bill about his appearance, which just makes me laugh because this is such a mom thing, especially mm. mine specifically. So she's not a fan of his new fang earring, which we don't know. Where it like you're did to say new fangled earring. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna say, it's fing fang, fang franging f- earring. She doesn't like it. <laughs> really, Bill, what do they say at the bank? This is such a thing my mother would say to me legitimately. Like I got, yep. in, I got an industrial pierced in my ear and she was livid. I don't remember that. That's when I got this tattoo. <laughs> also wasn't a fan of the tattoo. You can't have it at work. You'll have to wear sleeves. I'm like, I wear sleeves every day anyways. Like, it doesn't... Whatever. I need a new tattoo. So his hair is getting silly, and Molly is just itching to cut his hair, which leads me to question, because I myself cut hair, how do they cut hair in the wizarding world? Like, are some people better at it than others? Like, can you just go, like... Or do you have to, like you know, be intricate with your wand work.
1: I think it's intricate, and I also think that Molly would give him a bowl cut.
2: <laughs> Accurate.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and then my question is, like, so you, you know how, like, Similar you a lot of is... times you'll go in to get your hair done, and you take a picture of, like, a celebrity yeah. or a picture that you really like? One, if you do that, just have a good conversation with your stylist about it make sure you're on the same page. But <laughs> so hair
1: in this episode.
2: What if you go in to like your wizard like can they make the exact copy just by like Yes. like replicato. Yep. You know and, and I think too. it's an
1: art form. I think it's completely uh, like it's probably a like a super big deal cuz look at Ma- Lucius Malfoy's hair. He is meticulous. I guarantee that he, it's
2: like a big
4: deal. I think Dobby shampooed his hair. <laughs> oh my no, God. he wouldn't let him
2: touch his trusses. So here's my question. Didn't my <laughs> If we're saying that haircutting is intricate and like something you need to master and all of that stuff, do you think that James's family would have been good at because didn't they make the sleek easy hair oh, yeah. potion? Do you think that they might have been like hairdressers? and maybe that's why they're not also in the sacred twenty-eight.
4: Then why does his hair always stick up? Well, maybe
2: they they maybe the Potter (laughs) line needs it.
1: True,
2: (laughs) but just things I think sometimes. One But so Bill isn't think. (laughs) Bill is not worried about his appearance and his work isn't either. They just care if he does his job well. And besides, Ginny's like I like his hair. Also, Bill's hair isn't as long as Dumbledore's. So there's that, which is I think funny that they ended up. So next up, Fred, George, and Charlie are talking World Cup. So Charlie is for Ireland. Fred points out that Bulgaria has Victor Crumb. Crumb.
4: Crumb. Crumb. <laughs> Crumb. Crumb.
2: So Bulgaria has one decent player and Ireland has seven. There you go. That was you. a good bell. <laughs> so English, English. <laughs> England almost got through, but they went down to Transylvania and how embarrassing is this? They lost. The points were 390 to 10. Oh, Ouch. Wasn't that just like, who just played Notre Dame and whoever else in Notre Dame got like three? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not good.
4: That's harsh.
2: Um, and then Wales lost to Uganda. And then Scotland was slaughtered by Luxembourg. So I thought it was really cool that you get to hear like, about all these other countries in the mix. So we know that there's a school in most of these places or like near them. So I wanted to like, talk briefly on that. So we know that Bobatons, or how do you call it, how batons. Batons, Um They, I believe, also go like people in Luxembourg can go there as well. Um, there is Darmstang, which is we don't really know specifically where that is. It's a little hidden. There's right. also I am gonna butcher this, but it's Yugado, which is in Uganda. So Ooh, like I think it's, it's, Wagadu. Cool. it's Wagadu. 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 Someone see they knew it. But, like, we'll post a link because there's a whole article about different wizarding schools um, on the Internet, which I thought was really cool. Not on the Internet, but Pottermore. And so um, then there's basically, like, a mini recap. We know that Harry is the seeker on the Gryffindor Quidditch team, and we know that he's really good at it. He also is great on the broom. Fun facts. So then as the evening wears on, Mr. Weasley yeah, um, <laughs> lights some <laughs> candles, and then they have homemade strawberry oh. ice cream. And so at I the want end, this. What, homemade strawberry ice cream? I'm yeah. not a fan. The whole meal. <laughs> I yeah, I want everything but the ice cream.
3: Is there Yorkshire pudding? I don't know. want it.
2: So Harry was feeling extremely well-fed and at peace with the world as he was be- watched several gnomes sprinting through the rose bushes, laughing madly and closely pursued by Crookshanks, which I think is like a so cute, cute, you know, it's a good end of the night. This kid deserves some peace. Yeah. You know? So Ron finally asks Harry about Sirius. Because he sees that his family really isn't paying attention to them um, So he's about to be like On the verge of telling Ron and Hermione All about his scar hurting and the dream But he didn't want them to worry um, Because he felt so much better in that moment But he did tell them um, he, That he told Sirius That he was staying with the Weasleys for the rest of the holiday And that um, like the times that he did hear from Sirius That he seemed good So then Mrs. Weasley checked the time. She sends them all to bed because the underage kids needed to be up crazy early to leave to go to get to the cup. Um, And then while they're away that she would get their school stuff. And then I said, like, who knows, like, how long they'd be gone, right? Because, like they said, the last one lasted for five days. Um, So my Mm -hmm. question is, what would have happened if they had to, like, go back to school, like, while the match was still going on?
4: Yeah, like, would you be allowed to stay? probably not yeah like think
2: about how mad you would be if you had been be there so like upset. for like three weeks and they're like no hogwarts days tomorrow like bye hogwarts day <laughs> <laughs> oh like, man yeah that would suck um so then harry hopes that it goes as long yes
3: i was gonna say also like how do you request off for
2: work for this I wonder if, like, they just let people go. They probably do. It's like, such know, a big thing in the
4: wizarding world. Yeah. yeah.
2: Like, I know, um, not that this is any way similar, but, like, in Northeast Ohio, St. Patrick's Day is, like, a huge thing where we have one of the biggest parades um, in the country. And when we were kids, I went to Catholic grade school. And one year, they didn't give us St. Patrick's Day off. And my dad was, like, hemming and hawing because we always went every year to go down and see the parade. And, um... <laughs> One year they they had school and he was like I don't know I don't know he would they couldn't make a decision if we were going to go to school or not like the next day and so the next morning he's like no you're, we're just going to go to the parade we're not going to school and like they never did that again because like the kid I like, showed up the next day at school he's like there was like five people in class because <laughs> <laughs> everyone went to the parade but anyways. So Harry hopes that it goes as long as it did the last time, but Percy doesn't want to think of what his office and job will be like if he's gone for too long. Cause he's so important. Culture and bottoms. Um, and I'm going to read a section from the book because I think it's funny. <laughs> <clears throat> and it says, I quote, I shudder to think what the state of my tray would be if I was away from work for five days. Yes, yeah, someone might slip dung, dragon dung in it again, eh, purse," Said Fred. That was a sample of fertilizer from Norway, said Percy, going very right in the face. It was nothing personal. And then Fred says, it was, he whispered to Harry as they got it from the table. We sent it. <laughs> that's so <laughs> terrible. <laughs> brothers will be brothers. Oh, boy. Gosh. And cool. that's the end of this chapter. Mm-hmm. Next up, <coughs> port key to the World Cup.
4: I wouldn't want to take one of
3: those either, but we'll save no. that for next time.
2: A port key? Yeah.
3: If I had to, I would.
2: I mean, I feel like if we had to take any of these modes of transportation, we would, but we wouldn't be happy about it. We would suffer.
4: <laughs> but you're not going to be happy about it. No. Any lightning bolt rounds? That includes anyone from our chat, if you can think of one. Um, I guess I feel like we asked a
2: few. Yeah, we asked we were, them during uh, the yeah, patrons. Yeah. We patrons. Ask us, right, I'll ask you guys questions. a question. Yes, what would your perfect meal made by Molly Weasley be? Oh man, I would want breakfast <laughs> <laughs> what? Why <is> that funny? <laughs> because I meant like dinner. <laughs> oh, like well, what do you want... want this
3: dinner to be? Oh, well, I have an answer for breakfast.
2: Well, that's not the question. No,
3: you just said a meal, I meant the meal. You just said a meal. Oh my
2: god, I can't stand you.
3: I would want scones and clotted cream. And lemon curd and
2: all sausage homemade.
3: and bacon. And that's all I would need. All homemade. Homemade. Um, for dinner, I'd
4: want like I'd want to try a Weasley roast. You know, like yeah. fall apart meat, roast potatoes, mm. some yummy veggie on the side, some homemade bread.
3: Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. If I couldn't have breakfast, I would want Yorkshire pudding and a roast.
4: Ooh, yep. I really want to try also one of those mince pies that you see Ron eating. I don't think
2: I'd like that,
3: but I want it to be like, isn't mince filled with like fruit, raisin and
2: nut? Yeah, I don't like. Raisins. I just want to try it. I would probably like that. Um, yeah, we just want roast. Actually, give me Molly. Give me all the food. Yep, I just I'm not a bit. fan of strawberry ice cream, so. But I probably would still eat it.
4: <laughs> she probably makes it really delicious. You know, there's some real strawberries in there from the garden out back.
2: Sure.
3: (laughs) We have some questions from Discord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vincius says, speaking... uh, Oh, this is back when we were talking about hair. Why is there baldness in the wizarding world?
2: Maybe they like that look. Some people like being bald. I think that's the
3: same... Go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: I was just going to say some men are very attractive bald.
3: I think that's kind of the same as like,
4: why do wizards have glasses?
3: Yeah, I don't know why like they can fix some afflictions and they can't fix others. Maybe they just
2: choose not to. Mm, maybe it's or, really
4: touchy magic. Like you maybe can really screw difficult. it
2: up. You know? Yeah, like maybe it's a different magic of like cutting hair than regrowing hair. Yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> what if you just turn
3: or like,
2: cousin it or like fixing your <laughs> eyes? Because like, can you imagine? Maybe that can yeah. if You like
3: messed up your eyes. That would be Ooh, awful.
4: Maybe that's what happened to Mad Eye. <laughs>
3: maybe he was trying to <laughs>
4: no, fix didn't, it.
2: Didn't he lose it?
3: Probably. <laughs>
4: Um. Another question is, what would you joust instead of tables? People.
2: I'm just <laughs> well, I guess it is what jousting is. <laughs> That's true. Gnomes. <laughs> Gnomes. Um. Cars would be kind
4: of cool. Cars would be cool. I think I would joust the boots that are on the front porch at the Weasleys. Isn't that like a? Isn't that like a? Usually, you're, just, you're just gonna like
3: throw boots at each other. Magic them in the air. That could be funny. Oh, my gosh. Um, who would you root for in this Quidditch World Cup? Dude, mm. Irish. Ireland. Home team, way. man.
2: Yeah. I'll Apparently go
3: that's my home team too, because 23 and Me updated my stuff to take British off and just put
2: Irish. Interesting. But I obviously with the last name O'Malley, I'm an Irish American.
3: Who knows what my go born Ireland last is. name would have been? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm... Are you an O'Gill? Maybe I'm O'Gill. Oh,
2: my God. (laughs) Maybe you're Darby's great, great, great grandchild.
4: (laughs) Why do you think Arthur protects the twins from
2: Molly? Because he's a good father. Oh, my God. Because (laughs) he he does that
4: with all the kids. That's just like how he he is.
2: is. I think it's because he um, is more lenient than Molly. Yes. Where obviously she's the strict authoritarian of the family. I mean uh, parent wise yeah um and I think that like you know <laughs> at the end of the day like I feel like this would be like my parents like at the end of the day was he really hurt after um Arthur fixed him no maybe a little traumatized <laughs> so like he's like no harm but he no definitely foul
3: deserved to be traumatized
2: um but he just was probably saving maybe like he was also saving himself the headache of like Molly getting mad and because after she yells at the twins i'm sure she's gonna have a long talk with arthur about it being like i can't believe they did this and And maybe he's just sick of hearing about it just
3: gonna sit there and nod and say yes molly you're right yes dear
2: yes sweetheart Mm -hmm. i mean some people
3: are just natural they want to keep the peace you know so he
4: might feel like i told them off i told him you know it wasn't funny she doesn't need to be involved
2: yeah. She's
3: already pretty mad at them already.
2: Yeah. She is so going fire?
3: she's going to be more upset than it's worth, I think, too. And he, like you just said, has already said, "Hey, that wasn't a good thing to do." And they're not going to listen to any more that Molly says anyway, you know. Yeah. Ooh, we got another one. What would your ideal wait, I just What, what would, would your be I- your ideal Portkey to the World Cup?
2: A hot mm. man <laughs> oh my god. They were just evaporating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um what would be something fun. Maybe like a barf bucket, so like in case <laughs> I get sick. Like with oh my Jacob and France Grindelwald, He's got something to get sick into.
4: A tattered old book. I'd want it to
3: be a piece of candy so I could eat it afterwards.
2: Ooh, a piece of candy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy.
3: Um do you think the Weasleys have a favorite child?
2: At this point, I think Molly's favorite is Percy, but that will swiftly change. I think it's Jenny. Jenny. I was
4: gonna say Jenny because she's the youngest and she's, and she's the, the girl. girl they
3: were waiting for. I think, so. but I don't think that they actually have a favorite. Yeah.
2: I, I think it depends on the day. Yeah, yeah. probably. Who's acting Who's, up the most? Megan <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: <laughs> Megan Poehler says Harry's the favorite.
2: Yeah. <laughs> True. yeah. That's kind of
3: like in my family, like Katie's totes the favorite. Anything that Katie wants, Katie gets. She'll use that
4: too. She'll be like, mom, like we want to go to, I don't know, Panera for dinner. And her mom would be like, oh, I don't know. And then Meg will go, well, Katie wants to. And then her mom's like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> seriously.
2: It's ingenious. I will say that like with my mom's mom, my grandma Hagen, We always used to joke around, like, if my parents got divorced, my grandma would take my dad in first, and my grandma would be like, oh my gosh. But, like, really, he would cook for her, like, every day, so she would take him in a heartbeat, where my mom, neither one of them would cook, so. That's cute.
4: All right. I like this one. We'll make it the last one? Yeah. Okay. If Ohio had a Quidditch team, what would be their mascot?
2: What's, like, the, um.
4: Buckeye. A Cardinal. (laughs) Ooh, I like that. I don't know. I like that. Something <laughs> it wizarding. Would be an ear of corn.
3: <laughs> something wizarding. Uh, Maybe. Hmm. Like what could live in? we or a loop. deer, you know. Yeah. Ooh, there's a lot of deer. Here. We could Be Defending like the, deers. Deers. the patronuses. <clears throat> nope. Sure. Or we have a lake, so it could be something <laughs> that lives in the lake. The giant squids.
2: Yeah. It could be an all ladies team in the Lady of the Lakes. You're welcome. Oh, I like that.
4: Giving the Hollyhead Harpies a run for their money. Or something ooh, with yeah. like eerie. Yeah. The, the eerie, eerie
2: monsters. That's, that's our already monster a team. team. <laughs> what would be like what's a good ooh, I think there's a hole in my pants?
4: The Great Lakes <laughs> Grindylows.
2: Oh. That's a good one. Yep. That's a good one. The Lake Erie Lochness. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what's like um the eerie elephants? I don't know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the eerie errumpants. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's like a good it. one. Yeah,
2: like Yeah.
4: It. yeah. <clears throat> all right. Our fan story. Sure. All right. So this person, I believe, yes, she enunciated everything. So first off, her name just came up as Jennifer Lawrence. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> listens to our
2: podcast. We have a girl that's Jennifer Lopez and I call her J-Lo all the yes, time. Yes. Yes.
4: <laughs> um, but this is from Jennifer Lawrence Karasoulis, which she... Put out phonetically for me, so thank you very much. So she says, Ladies, I'm finally caught up on your podcast, so I thought I would share my Potter story. It's not very profound. I doubt that. I was vaguely aware of the Potter books before the first movie came out, but by the time they were super popular, I was at a super religious school and was told it was wrong to read them. I had a moral dilemma, therefore, when I was at my cousin's house for Christmas and they put on the first movie. It was downhill from there for me. I saw that it was not going to harm my soul to read them. I went to the theaters the following year to see Chamber of Secrets and started reading them after that. I didn't devour them. I savored them. Only once Goblet of Fire came out had I read the book prior to the film coming out, and I hated that movie because of how much they left out, and the rest of the films were like that. They left me wanting more from the books. Funny story, my group of friends would dress up for all the releases, but we realized that they were going, that we were going to be on a fishing trip when the Deathly Hallows book was going to be released, so we drove hours to the nearest Barnes & Noble... We were going to dress up as house elves, but to complete our costumes, we went to a Target, bought chocolate cake mix, and in the restroom, smeared the cake mix all over ourselves to properly dirty ourselves. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. <laughs> Once we got our books, we drove through the night back to our family fishing trip and had one person read out loud.
3: My oh, house, dang,
4: that's nice. Right? My house is Hufflepuff, close second is Slytherin. Oh, that's Woo-hoo! a weird combo. Mm-hmm. Wanda's Elmwood Dragon heart string, 11 and a half inches, solid flexibility, and oh. Patronus Siberian Cat. Oh, I'm jelly. That's really
3: cool. That's cool.
4: Love your podcast, Jennifer. I love it. I love <laughs> the dedication, and I love that you guys, like, spent the time reading in the car because nobody could wait, you know.
3: I have a fun story that kind of correlates with that. So I found out that I was going to be on a Singing Angels trip when Half-Blood Prince came out. And I was really bummed about it because I'd always gone to the midnight releases for, uh, well, I went to go- um, Goblet. No, I I went to Order of the Phoenix. So this was the next one. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to miss it. So I had my mom came on the trip, too. So I had my mom ask the director if we would be allowed to, like, take a taxi and go get it at midnight. And then they ended up planning... They correlated with the local Barnes and Noble where we were staying and we went to the midnight show, the midnight release, and we actually performed and like all of us got a book. That's, That's so cool. cool. Yeah. And you did it. I did. You did it. I, well, I told my mom, I was like, I'm just letting you know, like, I don't care what their answer is. You're taking me to go get the book. Like, we're going to <laughs> we're get the book at midnight.
4: <laughs> well, thank you, Jennifer, for sharing your story. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It was certainly profound.
3: All right. So you can find Swish and Flick podcast on Facebook and on Twitter and Instagram at Swish Flick cast. You can subscribe to us on YouTube and we are also on Patreon for... Um, exclusive access to the Felix files and to join us live on episodes through Discord now. So make sure that you head on over to patreon.com forward slash cast. You can choose your support level. All the levels get different things. So make sure that you read through them and see what you want. And there's some updates now that it's a brand new year. So, and more coming. Check it out. So, like, there's currently new things that are going to be coming out on Patreon. And, like, we're going to be doing new things like this Discord thing and, um, We have other things up our sleeves, so pay attention to Patreon for some updates in the coming days Mm -hmm. and weeks. And yes. And yes. (laughs) Also, lastly, you can find everything that I just talked about on our website at swishflickcast.com along with all of our super cool merchandise, and more of that is going to be coming out as well. Always. Always. Yeah. All right. So, plugging our other projects... Katie and I, you can follow us on YouTube at uh, Main Street 9 and 3 quarters. (laughs) What's it called? (laughs) And we are putting out our trip vlogs. Um, I'm trying to do it weekly. I've only missed one or two weeks because of Christmas and New Year's, but they're going to be coming out weekly right now. The next day is our trip to Anna Castle. Mm -hmm. So you'll get to see us. You'll get to see our flying lesson. Um, i'll plug expedition
4: roasters again because you guys should go check them out they're kind enough to like really sponsor us so like our dreams came true coffee sponsors us yeah, it's that's crazy. pretty great um, and we really love the product so we wouldn't recommend anything that we didn't actually like to you guys so
2: i'll be a thousand percent honest i was very wary with um flavored coffee because i like just like plain coffee It's so good. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I'm stuttering. So good. (laughs) Because
4: it's that good. (laughs) So good. And uh, yeah, if you want some wizarding decor for your home, go on over to Etsy to Accio Designs and check out stuff me and Meg
3: have designed. And scarves that my mom's made. Mm -hmm. Also, you can join us if you like Disney on our bi-weekly Disney podcast called Grown Up Kids. We got a lot going on. Sarah, what's
2: going on with you? I lead a really boring life. Um, I'm just trying to figure out um if i'm going to go back to school again this year i might who knows and um i'm going to travel a lot this year
3: yep swish and flick is going to travel
2: a lot this year hopefully so hopefully
3: it'll be a good year mm-hmm.
2: i have a lot of good feel feelings about this year same i agree so i think it's going to be a great year it's going to be fun we can't wait and i currently need to buy new jeans so yay me same actually are we ending this or uh are well we, Tiffany we no, is it? no longer with us. She had to in take care of the baby. She had child. to take care of the baby. So this concludes this episode of Swish and Flick. What did she even say?
3: That concludes this week's episode. Thank there you, you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down.
2: <gasps> Amazing! <gasps> <gasps> <in> my voice! On my cold Do we recording. check to see if it didn't sound like Oh yeah, we should probably
4: Let's testing, in. testing. Testing.
2: Test! I heard it talk like a million times. Okay, that's
0: right. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that
2: pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it.